Hey guys, sorry I haven't recorded anything in a while. Um, I haven't had really any interest from anybody else. Um, so here's my fifth and final YouTube video that I did. Um, if any of you listening are interested in sharing your story and talking with me, um, hit me up on uh, Twitter or YouTube. The link should be in these um, podcasts. But um, this is the fifth one I did a few months ago. And I forgot to upload it. Hope everybody's doing well. And um, if I get any more interest, I will upload others. Remember to put us at full screen this time. Mike is far enough away. All right. <clears throat> so um, let's start with... Uh, when this started for you. you, you are you're agoraphobic? I'm agoraphobic. This is a agoraphobia show. Um, yep. When the when did you first start experiencing this junk? Um, so it started. I was probably so I'm 21 now. Um, it probably started when I was maybe 13 or 14. Um, and it just. It started as me being emetophobic, so really scared of throwing up in public. Mm -hmm. um, and so seventh grade was when it started for me, anxiety-wise. Um, and so I kind of had to take a step back from school. I couldn't go to school because I was so emetophobic and I didn't want to throw up in public. Um, yeah. Who would, right? So, sorry? I said, who would, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so seventh grade, I finished, it was like halfway through the year. I think it was like spring break when it happened. And so I finished the rest of the year with a tutor that came to my house and I got some therapy at my house. And that was when I just really started not being able to leave the house at all. Um, and then eighth grade came around. I had to do, um, I transferred to a smaller like private school thinking that would maybe help to be in a smaller school because my other school was really big mm -hmm. um and it didn't help of course and I was terrified the same thing couldn't go to school couldn't do much um and then so I stopped going to that school and I started doing online school um and then my agoraphobia kind of kicked in again when I started doing online school um because I wasn't getting out and I wasn't doing anything so you know, I couldn't even go to therapy. Like the therapist had to come to me. Yeah. Um, I did go to therapy. I'd bring like a bowl just in case I would throw up. Um, it was just like this constant fear that followed me. And then I moved across the country, um, later that year, um, to Minnesota and I was able to go. So I decided to repeat eighth grade cause I felt like I didn't, do anything and online school didn't really do much for me so I repeated eighth grade when I moved to Minnesota and um I just remember like the first two weeks I was sitting in the counselor's office all day long just crying and freaking out having back-to-back -back panic attacks um but then weeks went by and I kind of got more comfortable I guess and was able to stay in class for longer periods of time and then after that year, it was just like smooth sailing. Like all of high school was completely fine. Um, I had like a 504 plan in place, but I never really used it. 
because I was just completely fine. I had like generalized anxiety, but not any of the agoraphobia, the panic, anything like that. And then I started college and that went fine for a couple years. Um, but when I moved, I did community college for the first two years. Um, the community college is in my hometown. Um, so that was nice to be able to stay home and then go to college. But then when I moved to actual college, which was in Minneapolis, um, I had a hard time with the change. I think change has always been kind of hard for me. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it was a new environment, new people. And so the first couple of weeks there, I had the same issues where I just didn't want to leave my apartment. I didn't want to go to class. I didn't want to do anything. Um, but after a while, you know, I got comfortable and I was able to do it and went through that whole year, smooth sailing. Um, the beginning of this year was smooth sailing. And then it was like, I think like a month ago, um, I was in a really bad roommate situation, I guess, mm-hmm. um, where I just did not have the best situation. It was not in a house that was comfortable for me. So I started getting like slowly like I would get panic attacks when I would be in class and then I'd get panic attacks when I'd go to the grocery store um and then I'd get panic attacks when I'd go to my boyfriend's house like just random things that used to be so easy for me all of a sudden were just like so difficult and so I couldn't even like leave my house and I didn't even feel comfortable in my own house that's the worst yeah it was miserable so Um, I came home for Thanksgiving break and I just felt so much better being home with my parents. Um, And I just thought to myself, like, I need to get out of that house because it's just not a good situation for me. So I had a sublease or sign. I'm going to move my stuff out in a couple weeks. Um, But right now I'm just living with my parents, which is kind of defeating because, you know, I was so used to the independence and um, but yeah, it's just gotten gradually worse where now I just panic when I'm even here at my parents' house where I feel comfortable Yeah. and I can't even leave the house at all. Like, and if I do, you know, I panic and I, it's just really hard. So, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely remember being there and, uh, I was there a year ago, I think a, mm-hmm. a year ago today and I was there for a few months and. Um, I can't, I can't think of anything worse than I know. when you run out of places like, uh, right. you know, you used to always have your house, your, right. your house and that's your safe space and you can always go and retreat to your house. And, and when your house no longer feels that way, it's like, where do you go? You can't stay in yeah. a, a constant state of, of panic and anxiety. It's, it's the absolute worst. So I, I totally, I totally feel for you. I, I, I've been there, and I, I absolutely hate it, but um, I kind of want to go back um, to when you first started. It's funny, a lot of people that I talk to, it, mm-hmm. it starts around the same age, it seems to yeah. let up around the same age, and then it seems to come back around the same age. Your age yeah. is mirror mine um, almost exactly. Middle school is when it started, and okay. then... Um, you know, it was like that for maybe a good year or two, and then it kind of cleared up in high school. And yep. then after I got out of high school, around time it was time for me to go um, to college, it got really bad again. And right. um, I don't know, I, it, it seems that I, I hear that a lot. 
Um, so it sounds like you had your parents on your side. It's, it sounds oh, like yeah. there was no questioning you or, or, or anything like that. It sounds like um, they tried to take you to a private or tried to get you to go to a smaller school and then um, eventually the online school. And it sounds like those things didn't help, right? Right. Right. What they about were very supportive, but um, my mom was very supportive. My dad was kind of, he's kind of one of those people that's like, okay, it's in your head. And yeah, of course it is in your head, but you know, it's miserable. It causes all these physical symptoms and it's hard. And I don't think he ever understood that. So he was a lot more hard on me than my mom was, but my mom was always very supportive and my dad is supportive now, but so I've been lucky enough to have such a support system, but it was hard when, you know, that stuff didn't help. And it's like, well, what do I do here? And I'm kind of in that situation now where it's like, where do I go from here? Because, you know, I just finished the semester and I want to go back next semester. I'm almost done. I have two semesters left. So it's like, I just need to, I want to power through and get it done. And I have a really great job up in Minneapolis, but it's like, I'm stuck here. And I just feel like, like, I don't know where to go from here. It's just such a terrible place to be in. Yeah. I, I, I totally, I totally understand that. Um, it's, it's hard to hear it from somebody else. And when you're in the situation, but right. 20, 21, you're so young and you're definitely going to get over this. So yeah. I know, I, so. I know, I know it seems tough and, and hard to see to the other side right now, but I'm, I'm positive that you're going to get through it. Um, your story sounds so similar to mine, even when it mm -hmm. comes down to the, it's funny because my mom was supportive f pretty much from the get go. And my dad was kind of like a stricter disciplinarian type yeah. that, that would also tell me, you know, just get your mind off of it. You know, you, you got to you gotta try and try and think about, uh, you know, for me, my passion was sports and he'd always be like, J just think about the game that was on last night, you know, just don't, yeah. don't worry about it, whatever. And obviously it never worked, but um, to somebody that doesn't experience it, that's, I think that's what they think will help. And, right. you know, they can it's only. It's hard for them to grasp, I think, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that it like I said, like it's in your head, it is, yeah. but it can manifest so much through physical symptoms and everything like that, that it just, it doesn't even feel like it's in your head. It feels like it's, it's so real for people who are experiencing it. And it's just, you yeah. know, a lot of people can't grasp that and they think it's, you know, laziness or yeah. stuff like that. So it's just, it's hard. Yeah, I, I hope that I'm able to make enough of these videos that, that people will see this and think, well, surely not all these people that live in different parts of the world are all saying that they have anxiety as a cover-up for right. laziness or, you right. know, missing events that we want to go and to go do. Like, yeah. why would we do that? I, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. understand. But uh, there are people out there that think that, and, and hopefully they, they learn that that's not the case. Um, right. So did you do online schooling in high school as well? No, I did public high school um it was a brand new city well eighth grade was the first year I was in the new city but um brand new high school and everything and it was like totally fine like I had no issues going to class um I remember I would have like a few weeks here and there where it was hard um and I 
kind of struggle and I'd have to put my 504 in place and stuff like that but it was never anything like this like I feel like this right now is probably the hardest my anxiety has hit um since I was in middle school probably has it evolved have the symptoms changed or and you know it, it's almost kind of like us like a an evil beyond words it's, it's like mm-hmm. kind of like a sick joke like if it came back and felt like it did before at least you could be like oh i remember this you know like right. I, I got through this but yeah. the symptoms are always changing just when you get used to one thing and you're like okay i got over it then you'll get new symptoms that are just as terrifying and um i'm about i'm i'm probably 10 years ish older than you and mm-hmm. um it it constantly evolves um, because what fun would it be if if it, if you know they stayed the same and they were they were predictable you know um, and right. I I've learned that your brain can pretty much come up with anything so yeah. like any 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 feeling that or emotion that you feel your brain can do it to you and make you think that it's not related to the anxiety when it always is right uh, or. 99.9% of the time it's it's anxiety um, mm-hmm. and it, it's just horrible when I want to I want to talk more about you but just real quick you said that yeah. you had a fear of of throwing up in in middle school mm-hmm. this is gonna sound gross but I had that fear but it, it was um, the other the other direction if you will yeah okay so my stomach would always be really messed up and i would right. think like oh my god you know um i gotta you know i don't want this to happen in front of all these right. people and um it, it the anxiety made my stomach feel that way even though if i was at home i definitely wouldn't be feeling that way but it's because i'm in like an anxious space and yep. then i got more anxious i don't know about you but my teachers uh, they would get like fed up with it because like most days I'd be like, um, can I go to the restroom? You know, I don't feel good. And yeah. eventually they'd be like, no. And then then I got the the first no, and I was like, um. And then I just like <laughs> yeah. So then I felt like trapped and like stuck in yeah. this. I, I think one time I was like, can I go to the bathroom? They were like, no. I was like, okay. Well then, can I go to the nurse? <laughs> can I? Yeah. Is, is right. there, like, can I? <laughs> can I please go to this? Can I please get out of here? So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think eventually, or maybe they already do. I don't know. I haven't read the literature on it any or anything, but it, it seems to be like there's a danger zone for people that are anxious people, like right around puberty, 12, 13, 14, um, something, something snaps and anxious people become anxious. And then they get like a little bit of a break from it, and then it comes back, and it's always doing this. Like you have good periods bad. and bad periods. Oh, yeah. And and I don't know if it's, you know, I'm, I'm no doctor. I don't I don't know if it ever goes away completely or if it's always in the back of your mind. I don't know. Right. Um, I like to hope and think that it will completely go away, but yeah. I, I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll find out, I guess. Yeah. I'll run into somebody that's like, yeah, I don't even think about anything anymore. I just go about my yeah. life and it's completely healed. But that'll give hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I, I look forward to meeting that person so I can pick their right. brain and be like, "What did you do?" Yeah, you know. Yeah, I told my doc, you know, like the the amygdala. I don't know if you've 
heard about the amygdala or read about the amygdala. Yeah, yeah. It's the thing that will, like, it, it will just remember something that made you scared once. And then every time you see something that reminds you of that thing, it triggers the, the um, fight-or-flight response again. Right, and, yeah. And I told my doctor, I was like, is there surgery to remove that? Because I will, yeah. be, I will do that tomorrow. She's like, you, you need that. that. <laughs> She's like, you need that. Well, I, was I, like, <laughs> I was like, no. Not really. I mean, I'd rather be blind, you know, accidentally charged by a wolf or whatever it was used for back in the day than uh, <laughs> what it does now, this broken one. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. So I've always said, like, I wouldn't work. I wouldn't wish any of this stuff, like, on my worst enemy. Like, yeah. it's just it's terrible to go through. And I yeah. like that I can relate to other people about it and that other people have it, but I also just feel awful that other people are experiencing this because it's just so, it's so miserable. Yeah, you, you're a lot nicer than I am. When I, when I found somebody that, that had the same thing as me, it's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, by the way, I'm that, sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> by the way, I'm sorry that you have it, but oh, thank God I'm not alone. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was... I was very happy to, to find the group of people that I found that I also found you uh, in, which is awesome. Oh, I've been chewing on my collar. How embarrassing. But um, so I, I'm kind of curious. Did um, Do you have this anywhere else in your, if you don't mind telling me, the, the genetics, did anybody else in your family have it or are you the first one? So it's kind of funny because... My dad was the non-supportive one, but he was actually, he actually dealt with it a lot when he was a kid. Um, he was actually telling me this story the other day. Um, some, I think he was, he was around the age I was when I first got anxiety. So like 13, 14. And of course some he was. Kid had, yeah. Some kid had drowned um, in his town, I guess, that he went to school with and after that he was just so terrified of dying in general so he you know got the heart palpitations and thought he was having a heart attack or you know all these symptoms that I was like dad like this is exactly what I had and have now it's yeah. like you never told yeah. me this and so I think it definitely stems from him and then my mom also has anxiety and depression so oh. I think genetics is a big part you got a double whammy I know, isn't it great? <laughs> Both sides. I got really lucky. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I guess I got lucky. I always say that, like, I do you have siblings? I do. I have a brother. No anxiety or, yes? No anxiety. He had um, a heart defect, I guess, that was found, I think, two or three years ago. Um, it's called Wolf-Parkinson-White Syndrome. It's okay. very, very rare. It's like a thing with the electrical system in your heart kind of so it kind of increases your risk for sudden cardiac arrest and they just you know it's not good to have so yeah they he di got diagnosed with that and then he I think it was like a month later he was going to have surgery and in that month he was just bedridden anxious because he thought he was going to have sudden cardiac arrest which is fair I would be scared too right um that was like the only kind of burst of anxiety that he's ever had. Other than that, he's just been so normal and completely fine. And he, my mom actually has epilepsy. It was just diagnosed a couple years ago too. Um, 
crazy year for us that that year yeah. but um she had a seizure and he was the one that was there and watched it and he never got any anxiety from that either yeah. um like maybe just you know normal bits that it was scary and stuff but he never like i just would have been traumatized for life by it <laughs> he just seemed fine so it's interesting are you see. are you the older sister or the younger sister i am the oldest yeah okay so I yeah. think that we probably sucked all the anxiety out of the genes because um, I think so too. <laughs> my, my brother and sister are both younger, and I don't think they can be further from anxious people. Yeah, my brother's exactly. in the military, and you know he's been to Afghanistan, and you know I I couldn't even imagine. No, I could never in a million years do that, and. No, and my I can sister travels. Travel. Yeah, my sister travels all over the place and has never been scared of anything. And um, yeah, so I, I think that we uh, took a bullet for our siblings on the I think so too. on the anxiety. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I'm gonna well, tell them that next time I talk to them. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the that's that's interesting that we're very similar, and I'm finding a lot of similarities yeah. between a lot of us. Right. Because um, um, my grandpa had it, and I think I think his mom had it, and my mom had some sort of anxiety, but right. but not really. It's it's um, it's pretty crazy. So let me ask you, um, what what are you doing now? Um, are you taking any medication? Are you going to therapy? It sounds like. Whichever therapy you sought when you were in school was mm -hmm. the opposite of helpful. Uh, yeah, and it was. Um, I think. I think it did help a bit, um, but I just don't think it was the right kind of therapy for me. It was more like spiritual therapy, mm -hmm. um, which I don't think was the right type of therapy for me. But when I moved here and when I was doing good in high school. I would go to group therapy mm -hmm. um, and that, I found that to be really helpful and then I had individualized therapy as well and we did like some CBT type stuff and exposure therapy and that was really helpful um, so I'm trying to get back into that again since this just happened so recently yeah. I haven't really found like a counselor um, because I've been switching off between Minneapolis and here so I've gone to a counselor in Minneapolis, but now I need one here. Oh, cute doggy! <laughs> I, th I think it's. He's like, you can hold it. You can hold it. <laughs> um, so, group therapy. That mm -hmm. uh, you must have been pretty doing okay with the anxiety, or is that not something that would bother you even today? I was doing. Yeah, that was when I was doing good with anxiety. That was more of just like a support system to know that others you know are dealing with the same thing and um and i'd like to get back into it uh because i like you know it's nice knowing that other people are going through the same thing as me um but i just feel like i'm not at that point yet i feel like i need to kind of go through individualized therapy first so i'm kind of looking around to see and i kind of want to do more of a like intense outpatient program type thing mm -hmm. for the time being just because it's so bad and debilitating at this point that I just feel like I need something that will really kind of help. Absolutely. 
helped me build skills. And right now I'm on Zoloft. I've been on Zoloft since I was first diagnosed with anxiety. So when I was 13, 14, been on Zoloft and they've just slowly kind of upped it. Um, now I'm at the max dose, I guess, 200 mm-hmm. milligrams a day. And um, they just put me on Buspar, but that has not helped. It's kind of made it worse, in my opinion. Um, just made me dizzy and feel sick. Yeah, that's, um, that's really common for Buspar. Yeah, so I don't know if I'm going to continue that. I have to talk to my doctor. And then I take Ativan as needed for panic attacks. Um, I think I've had a bottle of like 20 for like two years. It's probably like expired. But just recently, I've had to take it on a couple of occasions, and that it helps so much. Yeah. But doctors, you know, they don't like to prescribe that. Yeah. Daily kind of thing. And I wish there was something that helped as much as that that wasn't as, you know, habit forming and stuff. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Beast Bar, Beast Bar didn't do anything for me. I actually took Beast Bar, but uh, obviously I'm not a doctor, and it's it's yeah. it's um, tailored for for different people. Right. But is do you think the plan will be to try something else? Is the Zola? Obvi- I guess obviously the Zoloft increase is not helping because. Yeah. Well, they said to give it. You know, it kind of sucks because it takes so long to kind of kick in. Um, they said to give it four to six weeks, and it's yeah. been like a week since I got increased on Olaf, so I'm going to wait that one out, and hopefully that'll kind of help a little bit, but we'll see. I'm sorry. <laughs> My dog needed to have to go to the bathroom, so we're picking this back up. Um, let me ask you, do... Um, are you finished with this semester of college? I am. So luckily my professors were really great. Um, since my the rest of my semester, you know, I was attending classes, participating, doing all my homework, getting good grades. Um, and it's just been the last couple weeks. So they were kind of like, you know, that's fine if you can't come to class, you know, just get the work in that you can. If you need extensions, let us know. Um, but you're sitting really well, like I was sitting really well in all my classes. So they kind of just, the attendance wasn't a big deal. The, I only had one class that, um, I had to take a incomplete on, um, but they're allowing me to make up, uh, what I missed, I think next week or in a couple weeks. Um, so then I'll have that done. So now I just kind of have to focus on getting back up there and dealing with next semester. Um, Luckily, I only have classes two days a week next semester, so that'll be better. Um, I have classes four days a week this semester, so that'll be a little better, and I should be in a better home environment, hopefully, um, because I'm moving in. That'll be a lot better. That's like half the the, uh, workload. Yeah, so hopefully... Um, and that'll take some of the stress off at the at the yeah. at the very least. Um, right. Yeah. So, how long before you go back to school? How long of a break do you got? So I get a decent break. I get until January twenty second, I believe. Okay. So um, my final, my last final um, 
is on the 16th. So I get about a month. Um, and then in that month, I'll be at home um, with my parents and celebrating the holidays, hopefully trying to forget a little bit of this anxiety yeah. and time with family. Um, but then after that, I'm hoping I'll probably commute to school for the first few weeks. It's, it's like an hour and a half drive up there, so it's not terribly long. Um, and then probably move in with my boyfriend up there in February, like the first week of February or so. So Awesome. So it sounds like he's he's understanding your boyfriend and do you consider him kind of like a safe person? Yes. Yeah. He's been so supportive through all this and I just, I feel for him because I can't imagine having to deal with, you know, the person you love going through something like this, but he's been so great and I can't thank him enough for all he's done because he's he's been my rock so I appreciate it and it's hard when you go through things like this you kind of realize who's really there for you and who isn't and absolutely who are the fair weather people in your life so it's been a hard realization to realize that 90% of the people in my life are fair weather people yeah yeah absolutely I I had the same I had the same sort of uh realization about uh you know when it first started for me or first started and got really 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 bad uh last year pretty much all my friends were gone except for two and now i know that um those are my real friends and you know family and my wife um and for you it sounds like your family and uh your boyfriend and do do you have any um do you have any close friends that are helping you get through this like I I I lost most of mine Mm -hmm. because you know it was kind of like after the third or fourth time asking someone you know like hey you want to go hang out and you just have to come up with an excuse right it's one of those things where I kind of I get it (laughs) you know yeah yeah and I'm kind of the same way you know I thought I I thought I had a lot of close friends but then you know and I I do get it that it's hard to know how to support someone that's going through this kind of thing. And, um, you know, when I'm not up there with them, it's hard to find time to talk or do anything. So I don't feel like I really have any close friends necessarily. Um, And especially with the roommate situation, they were all going into it. They were all my friends. And now it's kind of like rough waters, I guess, with them because of me having to move out so soon and finding someone to take over and stuff like that. So that's been hard and they're all kind of teaming up. It feels like, yeah, against me, but I know that's not the case, but yeah, well you, (laughs) right. No, totally. I I totally understand. I would be thinking the same way, but you, you got to do what you got to do. And it sounds like, um, sounds like some, either you figured that out or someone told you that as well, that, you you just gotta work on you you can't you can't please anybody else you can't um worry about other people because you'll never be able to help them if you don't get yourself taken care of first it's like the that old thing on the airplane you know put the put the mask on the the child child first or no put the mask on you first and then you can yeah that yeah that one (laughs) you know right there you go (laughs) yeah you got to take care of yourself 
first or you're no good to nobody. Um, right. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to thank you for coming and talking to me and let me put this up on YouTube so other people can see um, just, you know, examples of people and, and what they're going through and what the experience is like. Because like you said earlier, I feel like a lot of people think they're lazy or, right. um, you know, they, they, they're weak something you know trying to take advantage of whatever and it's not like we're there's no advantage to yeah to this whatsoever right. um not at all except maybe we're really good at googling uh illnesses yeah and and, and i'm like basically a doctor now so <laughs> yeah we all got the the webmd degree and right um but yeah Thanks again, and um, yeah, thank you so much. I don't Great know. talk. Yeah, yeah, you too. And I don't know if anybody wants to reach out to you. If you want to put like, I'll ask you after the show. But if you want to put sure. like some information down below, so anybody, maybe someone relates or has questions or something like that. But I'll, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll see you around on the interwebs. Sounds great. <laughs> thank right. you for this. thanks. Bye.